Oh, there it is. There it is. Good morning, buddy. Is it actually there? Can you hear us? Are you out there? World, we have missed you. We have missed you dearly. It's been a week. A lot has happened. We've celebrated. We've we've rejoiced in the victory that is the Tampa Bay Lightning. We've mourned for the Jaguars' one and three start and the loss to the lowly fighting Joe Burrows. But all of you Joe Mixon owners are thankful, so you're welcome. Uh, Tim, in the ministry life that we live, not just the sports fans' life that we live, sure. I had a pretty big breakthrough. Mm. I was driving home from Disney World with my family the other day, mm-hmm. and it just hit me. See, when I drive home, I like to sing to my wife, and it annoys her greatly. The well, children are voice. listening to something in the back. I believe they were watching a Muppet movie. And uh, I decided that a new way to get people really, truly engaged with sermons is I'm going to pick an artist of the week and hide as many of their lyrics throughout my sermon as possible and see if anybody uh, catches on. My wife thought that Dylan would find it funny and nobody else would, and I said, that's ridiculous, and I went through a list of several other people in the church that I think would find it funny for me to hide sermon lyri- or song lyrics in the sermon. And then she was asking if that was a little bit irreverent, to uh, you know, my my motivation, of course, is Michael Keaton's character in the other guys. What are you? What knobs are you twisting? We uh, we have delayed audio. We're coming in way too hot. We're we're experiencing issues, Andrew. I'm just trying to fix There's while so you go on your monologue. Many issues. Hang on. Let's see if I can fix something. What if you just crank that down a tad? Crank what down? The oh. overall coming in. I mean, I could. Well, we're in the red. We could avoid the red. Hmm. <laughs> While Andrew is working on the tech issues. Boom. Fixed it. Are we still coming in way too hot? I have no idea, but I'm pretty sure I fixed the audio lag. Or at least I hit some buttons that sometimes fixes the audio lag. All right. Continue. So my motivation was Michael Keaton's character. Boom. Fixed it. Look how loud that is. That is so loud. That is ob- Are we still coming in way too hot? I have no idea. That is obnoxiously loud. Why? That is obnoxiously loud. I would not be watching this show. Right what now. are we doing, Tim? I, I told you, turn the main one coming in down. It's clearly peaking in the red. I I turned it down. Right there. It's more. It's very loud. I don't know what's happening right now. Boys and girls, we are so, so sorry. This has been a disastrous start to the episode. We'll get into why I was not at my seat until very late in the game this morning. Apparently, nobody wants to hear me uh, try to put in as many Garth Brooks lyrics as possible into a sermon. I think it would be very, very entertaining to reference the fact that sometimes God's greatest gifts are unanswered prayers. Um, Talk about the dance. Just like a different a different artist every week from different genres and everything. I thought Casey and JoJo one week would be great. I could mix it up. I don't know. In my mind, it was a great idea. In my wife's mind, it was terrible. I'm ready to hear your thoughts. I'm fine. Um, Dylan, do you have anything to add? I, no. Wow. Glad we, uh... That is about as talkative as he was the week I was gone. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> 
<laughs> to be fair, I did not watch that episode, so that was... Wow. I haven't got oh, back. I got it. Somehow it switched to uh, mic level instead of line level. Oh, my God. No, the we compressor and level. guys, the compressor so and stuff is there. It's it's fine now. This is the worst thing ever. I have, now we're probably way too low. It's because it the ATEM got turned on before it got plugged into the computer. Listen, maybe if you were here to do things correctly, Andrew, I will. We'll talk about where I was once the show gets started, Dylan. Golly, yesterday was Sunday. And this, this right, this very moment right here. This is the morning after. Mm-hmm. Welcome to the Morning After Ministry Show, a caffeine-fueled look back on the week and ministry that was. Well, we have been tirelessly working this morning trying to solve all of these audio issues. That's not true. For adding another 30, that would put in 80. What do you... You said add another 30... Milliseconds okay. to delay. That's fine. If That's Bobby fine. Flack suggests something, I'm going to do it. You're ruining some commercial. All right, Tim, go. I'm ruining something of yours. All right, now people are saying the audio is too low. Is that is that true? We, we just can't. We can't win here. Bumped it up a little bit. Here. Now you can give that Whoop. some more juice. Wake up. Wake up. Safety Harbor. This one time when the pandemic started, I thought it would be a fun idea to do a Wake Up Safety Harbor show, and then I just never did it. Thought it would have been really, really exciting. Sometimes you have ideas. Sometimes they come to fruition. Sometimes they don't. That's what I got. To be fair, your intro copying Full House was my one of my favorite things to come out of the early days of the pandemic. Do you remember? It did not get enough love. How optimistic we were during the early days of the pandemic. Ah, oh, this will be three weeks where we'll learn new skills. We'll reinvent ourselves. We'll reintroduce ourselves to the community. Oh, yeah. And now here we are, seven months into it. There's a guy in my church who just got his first haircut. How's that sound? It sounds great. All right. I'm very sorry for anybody listening to this on the podcast version. <laughs> Sometimes I stay awake at night just in horror that we're not doing enough for you, podcast listeners, because we put so much emphasis into the video. And the podcast listeners can't see what oversized drink Tim is drinking this week. Why do you always stare at me as you sip? Where else would I look? I don't look at Dylan every now and then. I only sip while you're Good monologuing. morning, everybody. I'm Andrew. This is Tim. We get together every Monday morning, and we talk about the week in ministry that was. We would love it for you to go and leave a five-star rating and review on iTunes to recommend us to your friends on Facebook. That's probably not going to happen today. To listen on Stitcher or Spotify. Apparently, we're moving to Amazon Prime. Anywhere podcasts are found, we think you should go ahead and jump in. And you guys are on Stitcher? Yeah, man. We are are literally everywhere. We're We're on iHeartRadio. We're on iHeartRadio? Yeah. Wow. This is like Wayne's World 2 when they're they're throwing the – is that Wayne's World 1? I don't know. Sorry, guys. I'm a Christian. I wasn't allowed to see that film. Uh, I rented it many, many times at Blockbuster. Andrew, you had a, a, a beautiful, beautiful post in the DYM podcast. No, DYM community this week. No, it was not, Tim. It was in the Practically Pastoring community. Pra- that's where you posted that? I posted that in Practically Pastoring. Oh, my gosh. We uh, we frequently talk about 
our job descriptions as small church pastors. And on most of our job descriptions, it includes other duties as assigned. And Andrew, I think you had another duty assigned to you this week. I, uh, I spelled duty differently. <laughs> I said other duties with a D at the end. Oh, we get it. Instead of a T. Also, I have an aunt whose name is Duty. Aunt I don't Duty. Know, I don't know why Dylan thinks that my Aunt Duty's name is so funny. It is funny. Her name is Aunt Duty. You don't have an Aunt Duty? No. Uh, my Aunt Duty is a wonderful lady. And you see, my mother was the second of six children, and Aunt Duty is the oldest. And my pop-up, it's my grandfather, he turns 94 this week. Wow. Happy birthday, pop-up. Is he, he watching? Uh, um, he would come home from work. And my mother and my Aunt Duty would be uh, watching Howdy Doody when he came home from work. I love that. And he would walk into the house and say, Howdy Doody, Doody Do. So when my mother began to talk, she assumed that my aunt's name was Doody. So she started to call her older sister Doody. And then the other four children were born and everyone called her Doody. So on her 18th birthday, Aunt Doody went and had her name legally changed from Nancy Carroll to Doody Nancy. Yes, Cody, we are only 10 minutes in, and duty has already come up. And if you're counting, I believe it's been said about 18 times so far. But most of them are the proper name of my aunt. So we have five bathrooms, hang on, five different bathrooms at this church. You frequent all of them. I don't go in the ladies' room that often. But we have five bathrooms, and in those five bathrooms we have three different industrial toilet paper roll dispensers. You've all been in there, you know, there's, you haven't been in the five here, but you know, there's the different types of toilet paper dispensers. I'm aware. I was sick of there always being a roll on the back of the tank. Mm -hmm. And so I decided I'm going to learn how to change each and every one of these toilet paper dispensers. Smart. And so I, and it took me a while. One of them, like there's a key. Did you have to use like the key? There's the key, but it's like a spring-loaded key, so you can turn it. We a have, million times. Yeah, we have those. But the real thing is you have to get the the spring to detach. Yes. And then there's one where we should have a rusty nail. <laughs> like You a, use the rusty nail to y- get it open? You use a rusty nail to like to push a button inside the roll thing. And uh so I, I went around and, and I did and I it took me a while, but every single toilet paper dispenser was very well stocked, which works out well. We have another church that's meeting in our fellowship hall still for the next little bit and I just was so confident in knowing that any one of their people that had to poo, they had professionally installed toilet paper on Sunday. So that was the one other duty as a sign that I had this week. And so then you did. So were you just getting annoyed that the toilet no, paper was not no? Stopped? No one was like Andrew. You need to do this. It was let's be excellent in all that we do, D. And so, <laughs> and so I just I didn't like the impression that. You know, hey, here's a couple extra rolls on the back of the tank would, would give off if I was a visitor. And so I went and spent some time installing toilet paper properly. Do you not have other staff members who could potentially take care of? Like a maintenance person or someone that comes in and cleans? Yeah. And I I could have asked somebody else to, but. I mean, you could have asked literally anybody else if you like wanted the to. person whose job it is to come in. I could have, but. I figured, you know, this is something that I should learn how to do, and it's something that I'm capable – like changing toilet paper, despite what my wife would tell you, is within my skill set. And how so, old are you now, Andrew? Wow, there's a lot of picture-in-picture. Picture. I'm 38. 
38 and you finally learned how to uh, change the toilet paper? I've No, I... Me and Tim are so proud of you, Andrew. So one more thing, Andrew Larson is not willing to give up. He is now changing the toilet paper rolls. He is assuming all forms of leadership. He's writing a new book on leadership, How to Never Give Anything Away. Tim, that's it's not it. It's that it needed to be done. You're so coming on. was never give up, never surrender. And now I'm, humble bragging on his ability I, to change toilet paper rolls. The one with the nail is tricky. Like, so th- they gave me the key, and so I'm, like, sticking the key in where the nail goes, and it, it was, it was, I was trying, so that was the one other duty as assigned. I think that was Thursday I did that. You had more duties assigned? Well, and then today. Oh, right, yeah. Uh, I <laughs> almost burned the church down. That was fun. We had an electrician that was meeting me here. And uh, we were getting some some sweet new dimmers installed throughout Eric our was, worship uh, center. Eric was just wondering if anybody was having waffles this weekend while watching Stomp. No, I was not watching Stomp, and I did not have waffles. Although, <laughs> now that Cafe Vivo Tinto has moved, the most delicious waffles in all of Tampa Bay are mere steps away from my office. So you could get a waffle after you electrocute yourself. I could zap myself and then get a waffle. So I... Yeah, it, only Wednesday through Sunday, so not today or tomorrow. But so most of the dimmers went in perfectly, and then I was asking the electrician, why why can't I get this one to work? And then he touched it, and there was a big zap, and he like flew back a bunch of steps. It was cool. That's why we call it an electrician. He should have known better. <laughs> I so, felt really bad. So it, he was zapped? He got zapped. Oh. Good. And it, it wasn't my fault. It's that he he assumed that we had all the like, uniform light bulbs in all of our light fixtures, Instead of, hey, a light bulb burned out, let's see what we can put in there. And so within the same set of fixtures, sure. we had LED bulbs, incandescent bulbs, and fluorescent bulbs. And so it was overdoing the wattage just a lot bit and causing a fun hum and one big zap. It was a good morning. I Do felt you think th- that was what was causing the hum in service yesterday? I don't know. I, no, because we hadn't done this yet. I don't know what was causing that, but something was humming. And it made my heart sad. Something was humming. It wasn't you because you were preaching. So was, it wasn't like your mic was low. It was again. not. <laughs> do you hum or do you sing? I sing, I sing at the top of my lungs. I sing. I sing loud. And uh, so we're we're having our kids in with us for the first two songs now. And there's a communion Sunday. So we did the first two songs and then communion before we dismissed the kids. And three of my boys were sitting back with their mother and my, my parents. and But then one of them wanted to sit by daddy. And he was singing. I mean, Lukey was singing loud yesterday. It was wonderful. That was, is a beautiful thing. It was great because he didn't really know the song, but he's a pretty good reader. So he was like trying to guess the tune and singing loud in the front row. It was good. It's a proud dad moment. It was good, Tim. It was good. I have some not so good news, Andrew. Last I want to hear it. Last Monday before our show started, if you'll remember, I, I was remember everything. running a little late. I did, Oh, I remember that. I forgot the gear. Yep. It's because I had got an email from an elder letting me know that he was resigning effective immediately. It's not a lot of notice. Not a lot of notice. I was honestly a little bummed. Uh, he and I are pretty close. Did you ever turn your coffee cup around and you try to sip out of the part of the lid where there's no hole? And then you're just be foolish. Continue. He's been close with my family for quite some time. Uh, said they're they're moving on. I reached out to get some 
some more feedback on that. It was email communication, which is hard to. You read cannot tell way. a tone. You cannot tell a tone. So we we communicated back and forth, and I think you could probably relate to this. And, and I'm okay, I'm okay if any of our, our church members are watching. We we let everybody know via mm-hmm. uh, communicate email communication on Friday. Where, where again, this. you can't tell tone. You were saying you can't tell tone very through email, so we let all of our people know via email. Well, when you have elders resign, do you announce it on Sunday morning? No. You tell everybody via email, right? Yeah. I mean. Or do you just not say anything to anybody? The one time it's happened since I've been here. You didn't uh, say anything? I think we did. I think we like, gave them like a going away gift in front of everybody. That's cute. Yeah. I like that. It was not shoulder pads. <laughs> <laughs> Is so that a you- reference that I should have gotten? Shoulders were so strong. No, no, oh, that boy. makes sense. We're, we're we're getting there. He's, no, he's a little he's a I, little ahead of us. I get it. I get it. I'm familiar with the joke. Yep. So he uh, he let me know that he quote did no longer felt like we were um, a sinking ship. We are now headed in the right direction, and his his work was done. So it's a so whole lot you, better than the two elders that resigned. The moment the church voted on you as the new senior pastor? Yeah, I'll give you that. Because they clearly did not think that the ship was headed the right direction. And they thought, with Tim as the captain, we're all going to Titanic here. So, uh... (laughs) I mean, I I have been known to continue playing with the band. I'm just... I'm a loyalist. I I I get it. I have sank with the Jaguar ship many, many times. This is true. So you... You email him? Yep. So emailing, we, we, we go back and forth, and he's very, very thankful and grateful for his time at Lakeview. Um, he is he and his wife, are they feel released by the Lord. So I, I know I'm not alone here. I know you've had leaders step down, some suddenly, some kind of just catch you by surprise, especially— I always when, find I, that when the Lord releases me, yeah, it is typically after the allotted amount of time that I've agreed to serve somewhere for. Because that's usually how, like, I feel like the Lord says, let your yes be yes and your no be no, and let your three-year commitment be a three-year commitment. That's just me. I'm not saying that that's how the Lord releases everybody. Was that too strong? It was a little strong. Okay. It was a little strong. I I get it. I think we've all we've all had leaders step down. Uh, maybe the timing isn't great, and, and I don't disagree. Or you have a small group leader resign <laughs> yeah, right. after, small, after uh, Thanksgiving, and you're like, uh. So we're like too far into the school year right. to be like, hey, this guy's going to be your small group leader for the school year. But we're not like, hey, I'm going to fill in because it's just a few weeks until the summer. Yeah. I mean, I don't disagree with with my former elder. I, I do think we're on a, a good direction now. I, I would agree. I'm, I'm excited about where we're headed as a church. Uh, I'm excited about where we're headed as friends. It did catch me off guard. I'm not going to lie. I think it caught all of our elders off guard. So I don't know. Have you have you been there? Have you, have you had to walk through something similar that you just didn't quite see coming? The first elder that I met at our church resigned about a week after I started. Mm. So it was you know he was there in the first interviews and all that stuff, and then uh, within weeks of me, you know, I started and. I was the only staff person here that Sunday because the the rest of our team was on a mission trip in Alaska. And so I was like, hey, everybody, welcome. You don't know me and I don't know you. Let's <laughs> let's do this. Um, and so like once everybody else got back, 
he resigned and said, I've been wanting to go to church where my kids and grandchildren go to church for some time, but felt that it would do irreparable damage to the church if my wife and I left very publicly. So now that we're here, now that, you know, Andrew, now that you're here and the church is headed where we think we should be headed, we feel comfortable that we are not leaving the church in a bad situation if we leave right now. So, like, I get it. Like, leaving when there's a fairly freshish start, you know, you're here, you're about to hit the one-year mark of your official leadership. Yep. Two weeks, week and a half. So, I, I get it. Like, if not, then when? If not now, then when? Besides at the end of a three-year term that you agreed to. but Duke says, but don't elders have an obligation to fulfill their term of service? Could he not do that? I, I don't have an answer. I don't have an answer to that question. I, ultimately, you're not going to answer to any pastor or any other group of elders. It's if God is calling you to do something, then he's calling you to do it. But, but to answer your question... In general, Duke, yes, we do have three-year terms um, that we ask our elders to serve. And I'm looking forward to maybe having an elder class that does indeed And again, and I don't know this person. Again, I know lots of your elders. This is not one that I knew super well. In fact, when you said the name, I was like, who? Because I I just didn't know who this person was. But the elders at your church that signed up to be elders two-plus years ago? have had to do way more work than anybody in the 25-year history of your church yeah, has they, ever had to do. They it was had like, no idea they were signing up they were, to go through the they single were biggest transition not in the life of the church. signing up to deal with a lead pastor resigning on Good Friday, a new pastor search, a little bit of infighting, and all that went into you becoming the pastor at Lakeview. So, and that was before 2020. And that was before 2020 happened. So if ever there was an elder who deserved... A, I'm going to call it quits a few months early or a year and a half early, whatever it may may be. Sure. I, I get it. I understand. But I do appreciate the leaders, the elders, the small group leaders who, who are open who, and honest, who come to you and say, hey, here, here's where we're at. Here's where the Lord's leading us. Like, I, 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 I respect that individual so much more than just the, the dip out, the, the ones bow that out. Disappear. The, hey, what, where, what's going on? And then yeah. you have to have a very awkward conversation. Yeah. I mean, I think it's a little bit different with, you know, just your average church member. But for the most part, our people who have left have been super cool about talking with. And it's always weird to be like, hey, uh, like so just between you and me, while you're leaving, where are you going? So do you do you guys do exit interviews? We I've like privately done them. Yeah, sure. Nothing, not like a but like we don't have like a. Could you please fill out this form and let us know how we have dissatisfied you? We we did that for years. So we had a we had an elder who just made those calls, and any time a, a family would leave, and he had a set list of questions he would go through and write it down, and then we as a staff would see, and it was always fun, always awkward, always fun, and always awkward, especially when the reason has a lot to do with your ministry. Yeah, yeah, and it's the the at my previous church there was a family who dad was an elder. Mm. Um, kid was there on Sunday morning but only for service would not come to the youth group stuff and then would not would not come to the youth group Sunday morning program and would not come on Wednesday nights and uh, he just graduated and it was like you know at the Christian school and all of, all of his things like he's been involved in such and such youth group at not the church that I was at since he was in sixth grade and <laughs> has gone on this mission trip and all these camps and stuff is like oh 
So you were involved, just not here. Yeah. Which is an, another odd conversation if mom and dad are in church leadership. What's your, you know, is the responsibility, hey, we want Junior to have a sincere and honest faith of his own, so we're going to let him make some decisions? Um, like when, whenever or, my daughter can't make youth group, I'm I'm the first one that will text our youth pastor and say, hey, you know, Emily can't make it yeah. tonight. Here's what's going on. That And I had parents when I was in youth ministry, that was very, very typical for them to let me know when mm-hmm. their students could make it. I, I was always appreciative of that. Yeah. And to have parents be like, hey, we are going to be vocal proponents of you and your ministry. Absolutely. Which is great because you want parents with buy-in, but then those are also the first parents that you never ever want to disappoint and sometimes tim you're a real disappointment andy ministry can just be weird sometimes it is it can be weird and speaking of weird how has church attendance been can't figure out the lid today it's not that hard i'm tired so yesterday i walked in was sunday this is no, we've already done that. The church attendance segment. This is the church attendance segment. I walked into first service and I was thrilled. Like I, I, it was like there were people in the room, and I can't always say that every single week. But no, wall to wall, I was post excited. quarantine attendance is weird. It's been up and down, like nothing has been stable, and I was really excited. I, I did get, I got a little hyped for the sermon, which Did you turn your preacher voice on early. I, you know, that doesn't just turn on like that. You have to be. You have to warm that up. Yeah, that, me, 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 That me. takes time. So then, second service rolls around, and um, do you think we were like starting to like do the attendance count in your head? You're like, man, if these people are here, then yeah, yeah. <laughs> and here's what's so, it was such a bummer about second service yesterday. It, it was not just low; it was drastically low. Like everybody came to first service, but the three new families oh. who've only been coming for a few weeks all came to second service. And so they're like, oh, nobody goes here. So I, I, I had that awkward, wow, you know, you, first service sure was packed. Glad you guys came. Like, I, I didn't really know what to say. I could tell that they were looking around thinking, where is everyone? Did, well, they came to first did service. Did the rapture happen? Does this church believe in the rapture happening? It was, it was raining, so I assumed it would be a lower attendance Sunday, but then first service happened. Got my hopes way up. I had the thing where, you know, I saw people that I hadn't seen in a while. I was like, wow, if they're coming, and then other people that I just assumed were coming didn't. And so, so it averaged out. We were about the same as we were last week, but just not not the same. Patrick says we're down about 30% easy. Now we are on lockdown due to a few seniors getting COVID plus deer season opened. Deer season can have an impact. Deer season has, I'm not here, but yeah, I'm with you. Our second service was lower than normal as well. Are you ready for some football? When I was in Dallas, if the Cowboys had a noon kickoff, because it's central time zone, Mm -hmm. so it was a noon kickoff. Did you guys adjust service times? We didn't adjust service times, but so I was at one at the big, big church that I was at in Dallas, it would be like they would bring out pipe and drape on uh, for the auditorium during a Sunday if the Cowboys had a noon kickoff. And they would so that, like they would mark off they seats. would pipe and drape off segments of the ones that were not going to be in camera. Yeah, the ones that were not going to be in camera. Sure, they would because they wanted everyone to be sitting up front so that they could use the camera shots. So they would have multiple sermon multiple services to use in the whatever made it to e-news yeah the services made it to e-news wow if they could see me now at our church 
65 people. <laughs> what up, Ed? So how's student ministry land been doing? Uh, love to hear from uh, our... I mean, we, have a, we have a good population of youth workers out there. I would that, assume. That watch being the that show. we're a proud part of the DYM podcast network. We've been a proud, proud part of that for quite some time. Um, I think our I, I've watched you know some of our student ministry numbers and and they've actually been stronger than it's, than I thought. I, they I would feel be. like a lot of the you know we have a youth worker right here. Yeah. We can it's, Dylan student ministry pre post COVID. One he wasn't here pre. He wasn't here pre COVID. But I would say that it's about a hundred percent of what the attendance was before. Uh, <laughs> one instead of three, it is now two. Do we need to fight somebody? No. All right. No, it's just Lyle has. He's got soccer. Soccer practice on Wednesday nights. Something you should have thought of before you changed the youth group time. Oh, ouch. Patrick says, "What is pipe and drape? Some kind of Celtic service?" Ronald yes. says, "We were back in the middle school room for the second week. Felt almost normal, even though I only saw eyeballs." It's. I I feel like the non. Sunday morning ministries will bounce back, or like the non-main service ministries will bounce back faster than everything else, because I feel like the people that are involved in those are kind of the, I don't want to say the more devoted, but it's a bigger part of their life if they're coming to something else, whereas a lot of the Sunday morning attendants might be the, oh, we see them every other week, we see them every couple of weeks, sure. and that makes a big percentage of the Sunday morning I don't know. Those are my thoughts. No, but I don't. I don't want to downplay our our online family. No, we have. And a, we've got. People we still have thirty will, to forty percent of our people still online every single week. I get it, and I'm grateful for them. Absolutely. I'm. They're commenting. They're liking. They're hitting heart buttons. I just miss people's faces. I know. That's all. Like I, I'm, I'm thrilled miss, that they're still able to worship with us online. I just miss seeing, talking, hanging. Tim, there's something that I need to address. It's not on our show notes. That's fine. While you're finding that. Ronald says they had student-led worship, games, and a talk. I even played drums, a.k.a. kept time with the kick. Good for you, Ronald. Well, went all out. Richard Ball says, wow, Andrew, I don't know what I did. I'm, so, I'm really tired. I don't know what I'm saying. I hope it wasn't heretical. Well, you're going off our show notes, so Tim, go ahead. At, hang on, I'll tell you what time. At, I think I might have deleted the screenshot. Please hold. I would help you out here, but it's literally not on our notes, so I don't know where you're going. At 6.10 this morning, I got a Facebook friend request from a former student who was arrested for, among other things, breaking into the church. Oh. Who I have not heard from in six or seven years because, again, prison. Um, There was a whole long list of other things as well. That's a fun text. But it was a... uh, Facebook friend request from someone that I have not seen or heard from in lots and lots of years. And uh, I have not accepted the request yet. I haven't deleted it. What are you going to do? I mean, I'm assuming I'm going to accept it. I just didn't want to accept it. You pretty much accept every friend request. I accept a lot of friend requests. You don't even accept the spam accounts. No. I'll check to see what friends I have in common with them before I check. But Connor says, "Go Rays, go Bolts, and go Bucks." It is a it is a fabulous time to be a I would Tampa Bay sports. Fan. If you were here in the early nineties, you would know it when you would know what it means when I say it's a good day in Tampa Bay. Because that song was, "It's a new day in Tampa Bay." The Bucks are here the and they're ready to yesterday? play. It's a new day in Tampa Bay. I love that. 
It's a great song. It was so pretty. B-U-C-C-A-N-E-E-R-S. Go Bucks. Duke, yeah, go ahead and get in touch with Ronald. They they need to chat. Yeah, I texted. So I texted Maddie. We hook up people all the time on him. the show. Oh, you hook up people. Okay. I was very confused and concerned with what you were saying. No, our, I, show, our show connects people. We yes. bring people together. That's what we do. It's part it's of what we're known for. Maddie so, says, I was shocked to yeah, get that I text sent, this morning. I sent her the screenshot of uh, this person uh, asking to be my friend because he was very involved when she was very involved. And Dustin's singing the song with you. It's a great song. It's a great song. All right. I'm going to sip some more coffee while Tim says something now. You can sip your coffee while we transition from our weird church attendance to yet another week of tech issues. You were you were buzz buzzing. We are trying to get our overall volume up. It's just coming out low, and it's hard to get it to the level we want without I flipping felt, or peaking. I felt like last week we sounded so good. I was super do proud. Not, do you not have an equalizer on Tim? We do. But it's it's I don't know. They're speaking our, a language that I don't our understand. Audio, our audio issues are just deeper than because you you should be able to set a limit to because that's the whole point of the compression is that it compresses the that there's less uh, uncontrollable peaks and lows. So we we have that set in our ATEM mini settings, mm-hmm. but it it will still peak at a lower level coming out of our board, which is just really really bizarre. So we have the compression setting set. So I'm gonna I'm gonna six some audio pros on it who are not me. I'm, I'm just makes I'm sense. Gonna, I'm not gonna claim I know how to do everything. So I'm gonna I'm gonna ask others to come alongside. I'm gonna you know what I'm gonna give away the the mantle of leadership. Even though I know how to change a toilet paper roll, I'm gonna let somebody else do it. Tim, I'm just saying. Isn't that like a servant mentality as well? Though like it's I'm not running sound is very different than. Changing toilet paper, or is it? I, You're saying one's more important than the other. I heard you no. Clear. That's exactly uh, what you yes. Said. Running sound is way more important than changing the toilet paper. I just I don't want anything to be below me. Tim, morning, not, Kendra, Dylan. I'm not you. Richard wants you as the new sound guy for the morning. I have been saying this for weeks. Why you have never once said sound? it to me. Uh, you've never this once the first time hearing this. said it to me. Yeah. Dylan has never heard it. The issue this morning was I was in with the electrician, so the ATEM got turned on before it was plugged in. If it was plugged into the computer when it was turned on, the settings would have been in place. The issue was the line-to-mic setting. You could have left your laptop in here for me. My laptop wasn't here. It was just in my backpack. You just had to reach into my backpack. Backpack. Tim's talking about my laptop. When he opened his, there was a piece of chalk stuck in the USB-C port. I don't know how that got there. I did find three pieces of chalk in a glass of water yesterday. So I have I have a hunch that my three-year-old found the chalk, shoved it into my USB-C port, then placed the stick of chalk into a glass of water. That's my hunch. I'll ask her when we get home. Why is it going to be your three-year-old, Tim? Because I always see her playing with chalk. No, oh, that makes sense. It, it has to be. That her makes piece. the most sense. It, it could have been Steph. I don't know. I'll, I'll have to run that by her as well. Melinda says AV issues are infuriating, and it always happens on Sunday morning. Always. I agree. Always. We could run a million tests during the week, and it's beautiful. It sounds amazing, well, and then Sunday and we happens. Had, we had rain yesterday and a whole bunch of rain, and when we have rain, sometimes our Wi-Fi gets wonky, which I don't know if that says about the wiring of the building, That's or, or, or but it's like all of 
every customer of this internet company. It's Fios, I'll say it. They don't sponsor the show. And wow, Fios dropped the regional Fox Sports coverage. Oh, Andrew has been so upset about this. <sighs> so, Fios, you're not great at customer service. And when it rains, our Wi-Fi gets wonky, and I don't like that. So, Well, Internet Church is fun. Internet Church is really fun. But I'm glad I didn't spend thousands of dollars on a new soundboard to still have it not working right. At least I'm still using our old gear, and it's not working right. Dang well, it. I mean, I, I don't want to say it. we're comparing apples to apples here, Andrew. You're right. Because we are not comparing apples to apples here. We're not, because we did not spend thousands of dollars on a new soundboard. To s- actually, two new soundboards. Oh, yeah. And they sound amazing. So it's just not It's just not perfect. That's just all. not on a broadcast. Yeah. Oh, we can tell. Sorry. Hey. I am so sorry. I'm I love you. you. I love you dearly. Uh, uh, do you know what? We're working with very different budgets. We our are. Our church is we are. about a third the size of yours. Therefore, our budget is about a third the size of yours. It is. It is. And so, I know how to reach out and ask for help. He's working on it. He's Tim, working on it. there's some things we have to talk about. There are. Because people help make this show possible. Because we can't do it all on our own. DYM University, hashtag train your team. Instant, on-demand training. For you, your leaders, get everyone Bingeable. on the same page. That should be the new... Binge-worthy. Bingeable. No, binge... Binge-worthy? Binge yeah, I guess it, I was thinking of binge-mode. That's different. It's, Something it's Dylan and I are passionate about. It's on-demand. You don't have to wait for it. I it is like at your fingertips. We should get with the DYM marketing people and start working on calling everything bingeable. Bingeable training for you and your leaders. DYMU. Give Central. Centrally give. Easiest and fastest and best, most secure way for you to collect tithes and offerings, registrations and payments. If your church is collecting money for pe- from people not using cash or checks, this is the best way. Tip. Hands down. You're not going to find a better system. I would love to have like a great and in-depth ad read, but that's what it comes down to. It's the best way. And you hate money if you're not using them. Couldn't have said it better myself. Andrew, did you know that we are a proud, 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 part? I was going to go really falsetto I on that last didn't one. I want you to hurt yourself. Okay. I was worried. We're a proud part of the DYM Podcast Network. Uh, this week, I, there's so much good stuff out there, but you definitely need to be checking out the newest edition of the Soul Keeper Podcast with our buddy James Saban. Um, Go check out what he did this week, and you'll love it. James is the man. And your soul will be fed, and it will be great. You know, I love James because he's so humble. You ever notice that about our buddy James? He's incredibly humble. He's a servant. He's humble. He probably won't say this on his show, but did you know that he was a two-sport D1 athlete? Really? Yes. He played. I'm not surprised. He played soccer and wrestled at West Virginia. Not like looks like a wrestler. Not like oh, I was a D1 athlete, and you find out that he. I'm not just saying that because of your elephant ears. I'm just and and like found out he went to like Valdosta State or you know uh, some. This is not a one double A school. This is a Power Five conference. That's awesome. How many people are Power Five conference two sport athletes? And in youth ministry. And in youth, I I can think of exactly one. Um, you should. That is a rare gem. James Saban. You got to go listen to uh, this week's episode of Soul Keeper. It's good stuff. Tim, what's that, does it say? What's that say? Oh, death. It says thought, death. That's. I, I thought it said Peter for a minute. Peter. I, oh, I, if you think the, was a, the D, the capital P. Yeah. Okay. I'm very tired. I was I here. 
I, I'm not a morning person, just in general. I left my house at like 8.30-ish this morning, which might not seem like real morning for some people, but it's two mornings in a row when I got up. I usually come in significantly after 10 because I stay late, Tim. I'm not a 9 to 5. I'm more of a 10 to 6 kind of guy. I get that. More of a 10.30 till 6.30 kind of guy. Your whole day is going to be thrown off now because you got here so early. I know. You're going to be exhausted. I'm going to be so tired. You're going to be You're going to be and grumpy. there's a Rays game on at 8.07, and, and we'll it's be... against the Yankees. And you know they play slow, so I'll be up way past midnight. We'll be texting. It's funny when, when Andrew and I text each other during Rays games, one of us always is it a little behind. It depends on who's watching on what. So we, we have to delay our text messaging by about 20 seconds. Otherwise, the other person gets really, really angry. We have really to be angry. like, all right, are you watching on the app? Are you watching on cable? Are you watching? Because even if you're both, like, if let's use Fox Sports Go. Not that I can use them. Thanks a lot, Fios, <laughs> for dropping regional so upset. Fox Sports coverage. But if you're watching on Fox Sports Go on an iPad, it is about 10 seconds behind the TV, but 10 seconds ahead of the uh, browser, Fox oh, yeah. Sports Go. And if you're just listening to the straight-up radio broadcast... Then you're way ahead of everybody else. You're listening to things before they even happen in real life. And so you have to find out... If you're texting somebody about the game, you have to find out how they're watching. Otherwise, it is a mess. Jacqueline says, this has been the Mondayest Monday ever. Jacqueline, has it? I'm very confused right now. Aren't you in the middle of a school day? Are you... Is your entire classroom watching us? Are there children watching us right Jacqueline's now? Jacqueline's a teacher at Plato Academy. She is broadcasting the show live to all of her students. This, this is, is very inf- educational. This is a recess for them. Hi, kids. It's a free period. This is an elective. My name is Andrew. And as an elementary student, I was socially awkward. At one point, I had a bald patch on the left side of my head. And I've got great news, kids. He's still awkward and still got a bald patch. <laughs> it's just bigger now. It's just bigger. Guys, I was trying to tell the kids. I was trying to tell the kids that. She's uh, she's at PE. If you lean into who you really are and who God has created you to be, it doesn't only get better. I was bald. Because like, we did the thing where we like pulled a hair out and like looked at it under the microscope. and It never grew back. It was like my first year we had just moved. No, I started like, I would like sit in class and like pull little hairs because I like to look at the roots. Of your hair? Uh, yes, like I have like a big bald spot in my temple. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Jacqueline says my meeting was canceled and you are still socially awkward. <sighs> I'm just saying, kids, <laughs> lean into who God created you to be. You don't need to try to be somebody else because someday there's a vocation and a field and a friend. Okay, Andrew, I do need to apologize. Not a, I was going to say and a spouse, but all my hands on your shoulder. He's not my spouse. We were, we were given a swag bag from a really cool company. A, a cool company who's named after the first day of the week, the Lord's Day. They are the Lord's Day cool company, and they gave us a, a really bag of swag bag of swag. And I, I forgot it's your a, portion at my house. T-shirt for me and my wife, and stickers. stickers that I won't use because I'm about to be 38 years old. But I work with Dylan, and Dylan loves stickers. He, so here's, he here's really what we're going to do for scratch you: scratch and sniff ones. Andrew, my wife will take your portion of the swag to school tomorrow. You know where my kids go to school. I do know where it's your kids go It's about 10 minutes from here. It's less than 10 minutes from here. You can meet her on her lunch break. What time is lunch? You may not take her out on her lunch break. I'm not giving that you that permission. odd. But you can meet her at, Steph, I, I want to say noon. But like mid-sermon, I could be like in my car. I just can't wait. 
well to pick to you pick up, up my swag date. on our very first date. And then like Dylan would be like, huh, he's t- he's he's quoting Blink in the sermon, and then he would pay attention to look for more Blink lyrics during the rest of the sermon. I th- wait, 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 Dylan, are you a closet Blink fan? I'm not a closet Blink 182 fan. Are you loud and proud? Yes, I'm loud and proud. I was gonna say, <sighs> Dylan, I, you realize we have this in common, right? Yeah, I'm aware. Okay, good. Because I was in a Blink-182 cover band for a year and a half. What was the name of your Blink-182 cover band? We were the JFL All-Stars. JFL meaning Jacksonville, Florida, of course. Okay. Never it was know. eighth grade. Yeah. I was in, it was eighth, eighth and ninth grade. Well, I I just... It was before we started. We then transitioned from a, um, a Blink-182 cover band to a traveling praise and worship band. You can, you can see how that would make a so smooth transition. You, we also The thing we also have in common is we both like um, Alex Melton. YouTube. What did you think of his dumpweed, modern pop punk? I uh, I was a fan. I, I was. I thought it was garbage. You didn't like it? Oh, I thought no. it was funny. Like I, I, I. So my Alex Mel. I don't know if you're. If my you're, friend Dylan is kind of a music snob. He's like, so, oh, look at me. I'm classically like, when trained. When I watch Alex Melton on YouTube, I'm not watching for. I, I'm I'm just watching to get. A I'm laugh. a symphony caliber I, percussionist. No, like he just it just like it just lost all of the energy that Travis brings to Have you ever been in a room full of drummers Travis Barker talking about drummer things? Pop punk used to be better. That's all. And you just realize why front men get all the attention? I I agree. I I think pop punk did used to be better. Steph says 12-10-ish. Richard says all the small things that make the world go round. Maddie says he's a snob about lots of things. (laughs) Thanks for that, Maddie. (laughs) I love it. There's so many things that I love. Stephanie says, I'm a loud and proud Blink fan. Also, Tim used to tell churches that JFL stood for Jesus for life. <laughs> what a liar. Did I? I might have actually said that. What so a they liar. could play at churches. I'm glad he did because that's how we met. Also, I it think is how we met. When, I'm, when I'm inserting lyrics into sermons, I want to surprise people. Like, like, so you're did, gonna throw some blink like, in there now? Well, I, I but I, I want to go for like blink one week to like Bone Thugs and Harmony the next. To just I want to hit all the different demographics of the church, which means I'm probably gonna have to like learn some Frank Sinatra or um, whatever else. Because our church has a large population of people that listen to Bone Thugs and Harmony. I like Bone Thugs and Harmony. Was the song "Take Me Home"? Was that you're not the was one that Bone Thugs? To the sermon, Andrew. That's true. That's true. I just Andrew writes sermons for himself. I do. I in mid sermon yesterday, I referenced something. I was like, and I was so convicted because I knew what I was preaching about, and yet I was doing the very thing that I was preaching on. There was a lot of circumcision because it was in Galatians. Oh, yeah. Like I wasn't. I was not struggling with the circumcision issue. It didn't cut you deep. It did not. Oh boy. It's eleven fifty-five. I hope you know where your children are. And you probably have my work kids to do. aren't at school. They're in front of laptops doing school at home. My wife is for a teaching. few more weeks. My wife is teaching all of my kids right now. I'm ready for my kids to go back to school. Very much so. Take me home is the song they did with Phil Collins. I that's right, and I I loved that mashup. It was beautiful. I it love was. it all. No, we should, I we should close the show down with that song. If I had it, I could hit a button right now, and it would. If we were that cool, we would do that. What if we just did a Phil Collins week? <sighs> Except I would just be like doing all the Tarzan music which is great I love the Tarzan music where is this going it's off the rails go get some lunch get back to work watch the Rays beat the Yankees tonight see you at the crossroads is that it anything else
Now Dylan's laughing at me. I don't know what I did. Guys, get out of here. You've got work to do. We'll see you next week. Same time, same place. That was really fun, guys. Have you finished the show yet?